0: I'm Acacia Thompson speaking to Mary Corva at the Pete McGinnis Senior Center for the Greenpoint Oral History Project for Our Streets, Our Stories, Brooklyn Public Library. And so you, uh, I want to talk about your life and how the environment has influenced you. And so you lived up on DuPont and we were just- No,
1: I didn't live on DuPont Street. I, I was born on Uran Street. And then I moved, we moved to with my family to Freeman Street. We were, you know, seven kids. You know, it was a hard place to- find a place to live. And uh, we sort of doubled up in beds and things like that, you
0: know. But and where, did you, where did you like to play? Well that that park
1: on DuPont Street.
0: And what kind of things did they have for you to do in that park playground at that time?
1: Well they just had the, the regular swings and slides and monkey bars and all of that. I mean I, I didn't do any sports or anything like that. I, I was only about at that time uh, you know between nine and and then I, when I became a teenager I didn't much use it you know mm-hmm. but the McCarran Park was a nice park too I mean the one that's all the way up the avenue you know McCarran Park. Oh yeah
0: tell me about McCarran what was McCarran Park growing up?
1: Uh, they, well they they had a big swimming pool mm-hmm. like that and they had a place you know it, I guess when it was first built they They had a place where you could go upstairs to eat or something, but that's an adult already and it was open at night, you know. So, but you know, I just went there when they had free swimming from nine to 12, you know, know, free access to the pool.
0: So, it was good. And what about the waterfront? What was the waterfront like? Well,
1: when I would go down to where the DuPont Street Park was, you know, and DuPont and Eagle, you had access to the pier, and it was, it was like a daydreaming place for me to watch the boats going by, and, you know, just, just a kid. I'm, 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 I was a little bit of a loner for my family because I was in the middle of all the children. I had two older sisters, two younger sisters, one older brother and one younger brother. So guess what? I'm in the middle. I do all the dishes for seven people. Uh, seven children I should say plus my mother and father. You know, so it's was how uh, to scrub the floors, wax the floors, <laughs> everything like that. Mm-hmm. Because the two older sisters, even though they were just, you know, bare, they didn't finish high school. And when they were like six, over 16, they got jobs and they had to help you know, to the family. And I was the first one to graduate. My brother would have been but he, he didn't like school, so he, he didn't. You know, my, my mother didn't force him to go.
0: But he found a way to get work and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Where did go to high school? Did you go to high school in the neighborhood?
1: No, in Manhattan, okay. on uh, 19th, 18th or 19th Street, uh, between 9th and 10th. Okay. It was called Straubenmuller Textile High School, which is a strange name. And I took, I had a, I'm uh, a course in steno, you know, and typing, but I had a very good academic course, and I had a super English teacher, and uh, it was very good school. And but then after a while, when I left, it, and it had a swimming pool too, so you didn't just have to go for showers or something; you could go for a swim. But I didn't care for it because uh, no no hat would keep my hair dry, and I looked like a drowned rat when I come out. But. Uh, It was was a nice school. I liked it. Then my younger sister went to it, but by that time it had changed names from Stromer Mueller Textile High School to uh, Charles Evans Hughes High School, I think it, it changed its name too. After that, it was a high school for the humanities, you know, something like that.
0: And after high school, did you work in Greenpoint? Uh, my first job was in
1: Greenpoint, uh, I, became a, I was an excellent stenographer, and I worked in what they called all the way down Box Street, Commercial Street, an a, a, you know, d- industrial building, it was called New York Progressive Wood Heel Company. <laughs> they made heels for, for women's shoes, and my a summer job, before I graduated, I was there, I had to just dip in the ink or whatever it was. And you know the, the lift on the heel? I just had to go make it a color of, that would go with the shoe, you know. Yeah. Match it. Yeah, so then when I graduated, I said, well, I'm going to go inquire if i got to get a job there. So there was two, two brothers or three brothers and another man, and Schwartz was his name, and they were partners, you know. So I was a stenographer for all four of them. And Schwartz was the worst, he would he'd get on the phone and we'd go blah blah, 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 and then, you know, he'll pick it up later. <laughs> you know, so that was, uh, and in fact, I was so proud, I was making $35 a week. Mm-hmm. I think that was before my father would have uh, double time and a half for overtime. That's, a, he, I made more than him at $35 a week. He was making like, maybe like 40 cents an hour. Did he work in the neighborhood? He worked in the Domino Sugar Factory. Oh, wow, for a long time? How long did he? Uh, well, I, he had that job a long time, sure. And uh, he just worked at getting the raw sugar off the, off, off the boats, you know, wow. so that it could be uh, refined. And then now that's a, a landmark building and everything on, it uh, was it, Kent Avenue? Right. Yeah.
0: And so did you work at the shoe factory for long? I worked out, <laughs> I was
1: 19 when I graduated, I'm just going to be 19 when I graduated, I was 18 I was when I graduated. But I only worked there probably a year and a half because
0: I got married and I got pregnant <laughs> using the rhythm method. <laughs> and so how was there raising children in the neighborhood?
1: For me, I mean, it, you just had a child and you took care of it. There was no big deal, you know, and you had a family with sisters and brothers, so you weren't bored, you know. Okay. And I didn't did, know what, I was poor.
0: <laughs> and did, so with all of the manufacturing in the neighborhood, was that, was there an influence on your life as far as health or? Working? Well, my
1: sister had a job in Greenpoint. There was the pencil company, Everhard and Faber. Mm-hmm. I I think it's, it's yeah, was it West Street or no Franklin to West right. and you know it's mm-hmm. over there and Greenpoint Avenue. And she was excellent. She did piece work there, made made a good sum of money because she was fast at what she did. And, and my other sister, the oldest sister, Frances, she she worked right over the. There wasn't a Pulaski Bridge there. There was an old wooden bridge that opened up, you know, like that. Just, I had nightmares about that bridge. There's was always like a swaying and you know? a truck would go by and the two parts would be going up and down like this. But my sister's getting to that, she worked in Long Island City at the Jack Frost sugar factory. <laughs> yeah. She had two sugar factories here, one Domino and Jack Frost. My brother, he just worked in, in a, a, like a box company, wooden box company, or, no, it was a corrugated box. You work with the skids and everything like that. So then when I graduated, I, I got a step up. It didn't last too long. And I worked. I had the baby and I had Karen. And then uh, when she was about... I don't know, it was seven? I worked until... I stayed home with her until she was seven years old, and then I went and I worked part-time, only when she was in school. I made sure I took her and I made sure I brought her home, that was part-time. And then I just added on hours as she got older and more self-sufficient. She graduated, uh, I got her from St. Cyril's, that was the school I went to, St. Cyril and Methodist Catholic School. My daughter went there too. And then she went to St. Joseph's High School in downtown Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And then she took about two and a half years in Queens College. So she was a step up. And Today she's a producer that works for a media company, a management company. She makes good money, travels. Mm-hmm. She had a job where she had to take the Ivy League school football teams to, to, to Tokyo and they would have and you know, play between Japanese t- showing them football right. and all that. I said, how did she manage that? I mean, she had to coordinate their travel, everything, you know, like that. that work. And and on them too. Nice. Yeah, so she's sixty-eight today, and not today. She'll be sixty-eight in September. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a birthday in May.
0: Long time in Greenpoint. Yeah, right. It's it's a it's a blur. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. So, what else? What are the things you're going what, what you well, to ask? What? Well, we
0: talked a little bit about the waterfront. I'm interested about the creek and about how. You know. Well, the
1: creek had a, a not too pleasant history, you know. In yeah. the beginning, it was all dumpy when you would want to go down there, smelly. And the actually, with the murder committed down there, and murder was committed by a friend of a friend. Of a school that went to school with me, but the, he, he was sent up to jail. But the, the friend, I don't know, I don't mm-hmm. think he
0: got time.
1: Married a girl, he wanted to go too far, I
0: guess. I don't know. Yeah, the creek has a rich history. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I think it's rural in the creek too.
1: <sighs> so then, I mean, and then the East River. I, once you couldn't use the access to the piers or anything like that, and then it then it start to crumble. You know, a lot of the dock areas, you couldn't even go down there; it'd be dangerous. But I used to remember when they used to, but like when I was about nine, that the older, you know, children, not children, the young adults and adults, they used to jump in the from a high thing, you know, some things down by the pier they used to do really high diving things, you know. And uh, but it was interesting to watch, you know. (laughs) Very funny. I never went to India
0: though. Now when the piers disappeared, access to the water must have really changed. That's right. I think the only
1: one after you know they started deteriorating, the only one you could walk straight to the river was on Noble Street at the end of Noble Street, and that's where they used to have excursion boats taking the poor children up the river. You know, we, my mom would go, with me. she, because she had the children. She we were at least five, four that were younger than me, or five of them. And from the milk station, they would around range this trip on. You know, one day in the summertime to go up to Bear Mountain. Oh, right. it, you never got off the boat, you know, mm-hmm. you said that was just a boat ride. But it was nice to see everything, you know, both sides of the river, the, the East River, you know, like see the Manhattan and Greenpoint, Long Island City, and then you got to the little suburban areas type places, you know, then you turned around and you know, be around.
0: Oh, well, it sounds nice. Yeah, it was a nice trip. Is there anything else that I haven't asked you about that you can tell me about? Well, the the younger years and they stay with
1: you, you know, and uh, it was a good neighborhood to you know to grow up in. I remember like roll skating on the you know, on the streets because there were hardly any cars, <laughs> you know. But uh, in fact, I used to, on election day these uh, the older kids. About eighteen, nineteen, I would guess. Bonfires by the curb, because you're supposed to, you know, you're throwing the bums out if <laughs> the election, you know. We used to even uh, uh, put potatoes in the fire and would have a roasted potato, you know, <laughs> and the black skin was delicious.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for talking with me, guys. Yeah. I right.